listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. (laughs) Today, um, we want to talk a little bit about lightweight backpacks. Um, As as I went backpacking a couple weeks ago, I had anything but a lightweight backpack. I had the biggest backpack that Mystery Ranch makes on my back, full, as full as it can go, and it weighed about 70 pounds. Um, but I noticed more more and more people are getting out there with ultralight gear and getting out there with small backpacks, 50 liters and smaller and, and real lightweight packs to carry their gear. I also noticed a lot of big Osprey packs out there. It seemed like you've got both sides of the perspective. Yeah, I have the big Osprey and, um, it's okay. I just wouldn't load it up. It can hold so much more stuff than I put in it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's good where it's at yeah Yeah. the problem with me is i haven't been on a backpacking trip in a long time where i haven't been carrying like two or three sleeping bags three pads a big family tent you gotta go all of those what you been doing all of those types of things i did i do i do it'd be fun um but i'm always just taking the whole family and the dog and everything else and so i'm carrying lots of extra gear and uh, so it's been a while since I've used my ultralight pack, uh, but the pack that I use, uh, that I've used in the past, is um, is a Go Light pack. Back when they were making good are they stuff, still around? Yeah, they sort are. of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's okay. not quite the same company as they were before, but they made a pack back in the day called the Jam Pack. Before that, they made the Go Light Breeze, and the Go Light Breeze is. Um, was a larger pack than the jam pack it was like it was like uh probably 65 70 liters um oh oh there you go you have a go light lunch bag that is adorable look at that that is cute speaking of um greg mentioned he had a go light backpack and i remember your go light bag right there might be lighter than my go light backpack um so, but they made the pack called the Go Light Breeze, and oh, back Andy in the has day, food. Uh, that's fine. Oh, oh man, what are you saying? Oh, uh, PBJ continue. in the middle of the day. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Oh, you know, I've got, got some, some fruit snacks in here. If you guys want some fruit snacks, no, I have almonds. <laughs> almonds, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to chew on my kale over here while you... I'm chewing on my gum, hoping, like, I can just eke out a couple calories or something. Yeah. Well, good luck. So... Oh, oh, 
So the uh, the Go Light Breeze was the was the pack back in the day, and a lot of through hikers and through hiking wasn't as popular back then. But a lot of through hikers used that pack, and then they came out with the Jam Pack, which was a fifty liter version of the Breeze, and it was um, it, I loved it. it weighed fifteen ounces, and uh, it was just like it was my favorite. But didn't have a back, it didn't have a frame in it. Um, I used my three-quarter length or half-length Z-Rest pad um, that I cut to like half-length. I used that as my frame, so I put it in my pack and then packed everything around it. And that thing carried like a dream for anything 25 pounds or less. It was just awesome. It was perfect. And um, I had a really good system as a teenager. I did a lot of... I killed your mic. (laughs) I did a lot of... uh, um, backpacking with that pack and also I used it for climbing and tons of different stuff so I really like that pack and I still have that pack and it's it's still great but I've noticed that as I've gone out on the trails you've kind of got the two ends of the spectrum you got people with huge loaded packs and then you got more and more people going out with their smaller ultralight packs and doing kind of the minimalist thing and it's cool to see them do the minimal minimalist thing um, Chase, I happen to know that you do quite a bit of uh, backpacking with a pretty light pack and a pretty small pack, but you use the Granite Gear Crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turn my, um, turn my mic on. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I just don't want to hear you eat your food. Yeah, I know. Um, you just be too jealous. The- so, I'm using the Crown 38. I was looking up the weight of it. Sorry. The Crown 38. Um, from Granite like Gear. two pounds? Yeah, it's two pound, two, 2.1 pounds. You can take the frame sheet out, and I think it brings it down to 1.6 pounds. So it's definitely not the lightest weight pack out there. But, but still, it's, it's on the lighter side. It's freaking comfortable. Right. So my load is rarely ever over 20 pounds with food. Um, we did When we did the Wind Rivers this last week, with water and food, my pack came in at like 19 pounds. So um, that was with Hilberg tent, like not a lightweight tent. So the pack is it's it's pretty lightweight and it carries weight really really well. I think it's a great pack if you want to get into lightweighting, but you don't have necessarily the lightest weight stuff. It can still carry a little bit more weight because um, it is a little bit burlier. And then when you get you want to get into the ultralight stuff, you can take that back panel that back sheet out and you're down under you're in a sub two pound pack that still carries weight fairly well and a little more versatile so and i i take the brain off of it i've never used the brain so saving a couple ounces there so yeah it's an awesome pack i really like it i'm not as serious as the ula or the palante some of those packs they're just super super light but so what does Bryden use? Which one does he use for his through hikes? Um, so he's used ULA in the past, but I know for this CDT trip, the first part he used the ULA, I want to say the CDT pack. Oh, the um, one that was yeah, yeah. aptly named. Um, and then the second part of the trip, he used the Palante pack. Mm. So, yeah, and I think he really liked the Palante. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, um, do you guys, I know that you've heard of this brand, Mountain Smith. Mm-hmm. Familiar with Mountain Smith? They make the best fanny packs on the planet. 
Do they still? Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, they used, used to. to. Yeah. So I I went on a mission as a as a missionary for my church for a couple of years, and I had one of their big lumbar packs as my pack, and that was like the pack to go. Sorry, with. lumbar pack. That, well, that was that was the pack to go with. Um, I I knew a lot of missionaries that had that pack, but um, but yeah, they made awesome fanny packs or no, lumbar packs or whatever. Do they? Yeah. So back in the day, back when I was a teenager, like 16, they made some awesome, awesome backpacks, mm. like really good. Um, and their top-of-the-line packs were just, they were awesome. They were very innovative. They had what they called the second load lifter um, strap, which went from the side of the backpack, about mid-back, down to the hip belt. And it just, you could cinch it up and it pulled the pack into your back as well as then the load lifter straps that are on top of the the shoulder straps that connect the top of your pack to your shoulder straps. But that second load lifter was awesome because you could tighten that down and it just held the pack close to your body and you wouldn't get near the pressure on your shoulder straps of your pack pulling back against uh, your back and or against your shoulders. It was w- super comfortable to carry weight with those with that second load lifter strap, and I've always wondered why no other companies have ever done that. And Mountain Smith stopped doing it, and I don't know why, because they used to have it on all their big packs, and it it was so comfortable. <clears throat> um, anyway, Mountain Smith uh, made some awesome stuff. I don't know exactly what happened to their company, but their company um, got purchased by somebody else. Their packs got dumbed down. They they kind of started to suck. And I think that in more recent years, they've been trying to uh, keep the keep the company's head above water, kind of revive the company or whatever. But uh, they came out with a pack recently that got Backpackers Editor's Choice, which is an ultralight pack called the Zerk, Z-E-R-K. We've got like the Zerk 40. Uh, I think it might come in a bigger one too. But it's a it's an ultralight pack. It's under two pounds, uh, like one pound twelve ounces. Say it's got a a weight carrying limit of about thirty pounds. Forty liter pack. Um, I think that the Zerk comes in a bigger a bigger size too. Um, I did use see. a fanny pack uh, on the front side of my fanny. Um, maybe the 40 call that a forward pack and put my camera in it during because uh, that's what Bryden does so I thought yeah. it would be cool it actually works pretty good I it's not ideal it's weird because especially going up boulders and stuff it's in the way yeah but it was also like a n- not a functional fanny it was definitely a fashion fanny and so I don't yeah I, I bet I could find a better one for that use but yeah um, so maybe the Zerk 40, it only comes in a 40 liter, it looks like. But <clears throat> anyway, it looks like a cool pack. And it's kind of fun for me to see Mountain Smith coming out with some some innovative, uh, cool packs. They're getting some some press from Backpacker. It'd be fun to see Mountain Smith start to come back and, and compete in some of those They're, more technical, higher end. Yeah, because they are pushing all the lumbar packs. And they have some awesome lumbar, lumbar packs still, which are really cool looking. But... Um, I didn't realize. I thought they were, and it was. It's probably been ten years or more, right? That they were really in the game, as far as that goes. Yeah, um, probably closer to probably fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fanny pack. We know. It says on their website, we know fanny packs. They do know them well. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh... <clears throat> it's a pretty highly technical piece of gear to make, so... To get it to buckle in the correct places and... So, and it says that Mount, Mount Smith has been around for 40 years. Yeah. They used to make a pack that I loved called the Ghost... Mm-hmm. That was like a 50 liter pack. It was a it was a panel zip pack, but it was like a 50 liter lightweight pack. It probably weighed two pounds or something, but it carried it carried 25, 30 pounds of weight really comfortably, and it was it was a sweet pack. They they had a couple of they had a couple of packs. There was the Ghost and like the Wraith or something like a, a few different packs that kind of had that same type of name kind of the ghost ghosty names and they were casper they were all um right <laughs> they were all like their high-end packs their lightweight that's, high-end that's packs way funnier than it should have been I don't know why. <laughs> anyway I, they i appreciate the laugh they made some awesome packs back in the day is so. it better to carry weight on your lower back than on your upper back well, usually, what you generally want is your you want your skeleton. See, see him. They're snowshoeing. See his pack. Yeah, it's darn near a full size pack down on your lumbar with one strap over one shoulder. Very interesting. Yeah, I've I feel like that trend is kind of coming back. Yeah. Um, I know Camelbacks making. They have a couple of packs. Who? In the camel. <laughs> yeah, I've never. I'm not but, familiar with that company. But yeah, like a, a big lumbar pack, but it has backpack straps on it. Interesting. Kind of weird. Yeah. So. Interesting. Because your center of gravity is lower with that pack, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's more towards the center of your body. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know the uh, the science behind that one. But. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. I'm, um, kind of, I'm pro fanny pack. You like fanny? Yes. Oh, you like the fanny pack. I like fannies too. I mean, mm-hmm. I, why? What are we going to argue here? <laughs> you <have> nothing to <laughs> argue. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> I feel like the maturity of our podcast has gone down over the years. I feel years. like it's very enjoyable. <laughs> over the years, even the year. Over the last. Oh, look at that! Oh, that's a cool. The that. twenty twenty days. That what do, do you put that on your neck? Uh, so that I, I think you had it over the one shoulder, but it looks like it goes over your <laughs> chest or something. Like, I don't know. It's weird, huh? So. So I had a an older version of that style of pack as a missionary, and so I used that shoulder strap as just to like it for day carrying, and then I wrapped the waist belt around me when I was riding my bike around, and uh, if I was riding somewhere far or whatever, then I'd. That thing's friggin' huge. Yeah, those yeah, things are that's awesome. It's a, a backpack. Yeah, it's just on your lumbar instead of up on your back or yeah. shoulders, so, and this with the one strap. Those things are sweet. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I think mine was called the Day or something like that. I, I and got, great price point, ninety dollars, eighty nine yeah. ninety five for that. Yeah, those and, are cool. Uh, huh. um, anyway, so that's Mountain Smith. They're uh, kind of hopefully coming back. I I wish that they would come back with like do some throwback styles of backpacks from the from the late nineties and early two thousands back in my day because. I think some of their packs back then were as good as any packs out now. They got the Zerk 40, is that what you mentioned? Zerk 40. Zerk 40, okay. Yeah, it's an award winner. Award winner. Although Backpacker Magazine. Editor's eh. Choice. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I it must. It's Bought got paid a, for. It, yeah, it's. <laughs> 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 yes. Must. I don't know. Yeah, I have no proof of that. Well, 
Uh, yeah, just I mean, a rumor. Just, just a, a rumor. Yeah, just the sentiment, I guess, mm-hmm. of the of the um, industry. Um, Scream Fifty is very much like a uh, it's, uh, mystery ranch. Is it? Yeah. Oh, with the two yeah. pockets along the face and. But there's yeah. just no way it could compare to a mystery ranch. Maybe it can. Yeah, I don't know. The Mystery Ranch, they have some innovative uh, innovative suspensions. That's the thing. Is So I wouldn't put it Mystery Ranch uh, in the light category unless you know something no. I don't. Nope. No. But I tell you what, your load feels light when you're using a Mystery Ranch, and that's oh, what yeah. you want is a light they, load. They right. carry weight so well. I had a customer in the shop yesterday that was um, bound and determined to get an Osprey pack because it weighed a little bit less than the... Uh, Mr. Ranch Pack did, and I was like, Stein, Stein sixty five. I just wanted right? to listen for a yeah. second. I was like, if if you're carrying like a pound more, but it carries weight way better, you're gonna be way stoked on the the heavier pack. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay. He put weight in that Mr. Ranch Pack, and he was like, game over. This thing's so comfortable. And we loaded it up. I think we put thirty pounds in there, and he was like, this is incredible. Like it's carrying weight so well. Um, and boom bottom mystery ranch like that because Sold. it costs more and it was heavier it was it was not the things that he wanted but once you put them on they carry weight incredibly well and there's mm-hmm. there's no way to like really sell that to someone until they put it on so if i'm an osprey rep could i argue that you didn't fit it right or something i'm sure you could um but i mean maybe or does it just really the ergonomics they, of that pack they, just carries better they just carry so well and i mm. wouldn't say like I think there's some packs in the Osprey line that carry weight really well. The Zenith, like their load carrying packs, they do carry weight pretty well. Yeah, they're very comfortable. Um, but when you get into like the the Aether and the Atmos that have that breathable back panel, they just don't carry weight as well. Um, and mm. I think for the pack that they are, they're great. Um, he also is like, I really want a ventilated back panel. It's like, well. The ventilated pack back panels are great, but they really they don't they're not as comfortable in my opinion. They just don't because they don't. Carry so weight. my Zenith that does not have a ventilated back panel, if I fit it right to my back, there's a gap. It self ventilates. Yeah, like, they they do kind of have that little arch too. Yeah, them. yeah, uh-huh. and which like is it, nice to me. Like my back's gonna get sweaty anyways, so let's get a pack that carries weight better or just carries a load better, not necessarily mm-hmm. weight, but carries better. And I'm gonna sweat, and I'm gonna be more comfortable on the trail. I'd rather have a sweaty back and a comfortable pack than mm. a breathable back and a pack that's kind of in my hips weird or just carrying kind of funny. So I, I think I'm not gonna say that Osprey doesn't make great packs because they do. But when it came down to the, to the decision that he was making, the Mystery Ranch far was far more comfortable. Mountain Smith, back to them for two seconds, also <laughs> makes very good or durable and an interesting packs for camera gear. Yeah. If you're looking for a camera bag. Yeah. That's very out. I mean, the one, there's one that looks just like a freaking Osprey. Like, a, I mean, it's like a backpack, but it's for your camera gear. So. Yeah. Um, I will say, so I had the Zenith 105 and then I tried the Mystery Ranch T100. Yeah. So Osprey's biggest, heaviest duty pack, Mystery Ranch's biggest, heaviest duty pack. Carried about 60 pounds with the Osprey. Carried about 70 pounds with the Mystery Ranch. The Mystery Ranch was more comfortable with that load. Neither one was that comfortable with that load. <laughs> yeah. But the Mystery Ranch, I would say, was more comfortable. That wasn't to say there weren't... I didn't have sore spots and there weren't complaints, but my hips did not hurt nearly as much. Um, so I would say that was more comfortable. With that said, 
One of my favorite packs of all time that I had was an, the Osprey Exposure. It was like a 50 liter climbing pack. And I carried, I, I used that for everything. I used it for backpacking sometimes. I used it for major climbing trips. I remember one year I hiked into the Cirque of the Towers in the spring when there was still snow. And I had that 50 liter pack and my Go Light 50 liter pack strapped onto the back of it. And I had climbing gear and I had winter oh. gear. I had all this stuff, loads of stuff. And I was carrying it all on this climbing pack that was that really wasn't meant to carry more than about 40 pounds max. <laughs> and I was carrying loads of weight and it was pretty comfortable. I was like one of the most versatile, best packs I've ever had. Another pack that I really, really like because it uses the suspension of, of other packs that I've used that I really liked is the Aether Pro. Mm -hmm. It uses the older suspension, not the, not the AG, the anti-gravity suspension, but it uses the older suspension. It uses a, a Dyneema real lightweight, durable body. It's lighter weight. It's strippable. It's got all the features I would love in a pack. And it's got the older suspension that carries really well. Anything anything less than about 55 pounds and that pack will manage it so comfortably. And so that Aether Pro, I've just I've been drilling over that pack ever since it came out. I don't have one yet. I'd like to get one. But I think that is a sweet pack. Mm. Osprey makes some killer packs and that Zenith pack is awesome. I think it's maxes out at 55-60 pounds. Um and I just needed something that could carry more weight than that more comfortably, which is why I got the T100. Uh, but I I love Osprey packs, most most of them, many of them I really, really like. Some of them aren't really for me. Um, but then again, I'm kind of the type of person being in the outdoor industry where Osprey packs are everywhere, and I like to kind of search out the nichier like kind too. of the more yeah. unique pack companies as well yeah and but so I, I like also, to try them out not that osprey has a bad story but i i shoot for the underdogs and dana dana designs was a comeback story and so i'm like yeah i'll support mr ranch and, <laughs> and it's like a comeback story and they're i don't know it's just kind of cool yeah so I ran into a couple of ogden locals as we were coming out of the wind rivers they were going in to do some climbing uh Tom Burton, uh, who climbed Everest with Will Colton. The first time I went climbing on a rope was with Tom Burton. Oh, really? Yeah. So he, Tom and his wife and a couple other people were hiking in. and It was in the snow in outside of Moab in the south. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they were hiking in, he and his wife and a couple other friends, and both he and his wife had old school uh, Dana Design pad the astroplane right. terraplane just yeah. the, the monster packs they who oh they are so cool the fabrics that they used the design the everything they were just so cool i dare say if i could get my hands on a on a good version of that i would trade my mystery ranch t100 for it i think i would mm. i i think they would carry just as well as the t100 if not maybe better but just the Oh, I just love those packs. And they were huge. Really? I mean, I think they made my T100 look small. That's crazy. I mean, just monster packs, but so cool. Anyway, I I was in love with those. Uh, back to Mountain Smith. Yeah. Um, 
there's a camera line, the Tanuk and accessories that was designed with legendary photographer Chris Burkard. So if it's good enough for Chris Burkard, it's good enough for you. What are you looking at over there? The Jazz Jordan Clarkson has 14 points right now. Oh, of course. Jazz God, can we get through a podcast without the Jazz? <laughs> yeah, we uh, brought it up. When the playoffs are over, I think <laughs> we'll get through. But Chris Burkard using Mountain Smith. That's cool. You didn't even you didn't even pay attention. <laughs> You're right. I didn't. Reese, what did you just say? Mountain Smith Tannic line was designed by Chris Burkard. Oh, really? That's yes. their camera line? Their bag. Oh, yeah, camera yeah. bag line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's sweet. Tough as nails, certifiably tough and versatile rucksack, reliable solution for every adventure. If it's good enough for Chris, it's good enough for you. I just made that last part up. <laughs> oh, wow. You should be a writer. <laughs> yeah, you should write copy for Mountain Smith. <clears throat> that's sweet. I mean, he has, he's he knows cameras fairly well. I've heard from his Instagram page that he likes cameras. And he likes to explore mm-hmm. outside. Does he do outdoorsy things, though? Is he even outdoorsy? I hear that he does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who's Chris Perkart? Um, photographer. Yeah, some photographer. Guy. <laughs> Just yeah, kidding. I Uses the camera. Uh, I think he invented Instagram. Oh, that makes sense. That's who he is. It might be why he's so big on Instagram because he started it. He started it, it yeah. Um, this was my first lightweight pack. I don't know if you can see this. This is uh, 80s external North Face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's um, sweet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was my first backpacking pack and my first crag pack. And it's really good at um, busting through the trees. Yeah, <laughs> knocks them down. Yeah, it knocks them down. <laughs> that external I mean, frame, man. Speaking of lightweight backpacks, um, yeah, it was my that was my first. It was my go-to nice. for a while. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Um, yeah. Anything else, Greg? Well, um, <clears throat> so if our customer is looking for an ultralight backpack... What are some of the good options that they should be looking at? We've talked about the Granite Gear Crown. Yeah. That's a good option. Um, a Hyperlight Mountain Gear. Hyperlight Mountain nice Gear. Stuff. We used to carry their stuff. We always sold out of their stuff. Not sure why we don't carry it anymore. Our buyer sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's it. I stopped carrying it back when I was buying uh, years ago. I stopped carrying them, and I think what happened. Um, I think uh, what uh, what uh, happened was. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, uh, I, I think I didn't order them. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I think what happened though is we we sold out of them, but they just kind of trickled out. Like most com- most customers would come in, they weren't looking for ultralight backpacks at the time. Well, and they would. I know what kind of happened. It was in the phase of we were like, "Who are we? We're blah, 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 finding ourselves. And we yeah. can't." carry this because people would walk in and look at this pack that's very minimal not understand the fabric and see, see the price three hundred dollars walk out the door like we're just ripping everybody off right and it was like oh the crap like yeah. let me tell you why this bag is this much then, right yeah. no that's true and so we we stopped bringing them in but now you see them all over the place yeah. i mean they've really made a name for themselves and they make great packs mm-hmm. they carry well they're made of dyneema they'll last a long time they're waterproof all those things um, so I really like those packs. Those are a good one to look at, but the pricing, they're $300 plus because of the fabrics that they're made of. And they're pretty minimal packs, so you're really just paying for the fabric. But they carry well, and they're they're great options. Right now, you might see them on Facebook. They're killing it with their social media marketing. Um, one of their ads is, I made this pack because I needed this pack. And it's like, 
that's a good reason to make a pack. It's <laughs> yeah. not it not because it has a dongle that sells well. Uh, it's not because you know what I mean. There's zero extra. <laughs> you had to what? had to fit that in. There's zero zero extras on there outside of what's absolutely needed for its use. Yeah. And so that's and then you know it's a good reason to buy it. So yeah, lightweight. Yeah, hyperlight's great stuff. Um, I mean, if you're looking at the at like the lightweight world, there is the Osprey Exos and the Levity and the Luma. Those are cool. Levity Lumina? Lumina. Lumina. Um, Cool packs. Um, Those are like the three in like the the retail world that we have distribution that can get. Yeah. Um, If you open up to cottage brands oh my gosh it opens up the door it's not so that's yeah. where the ultralight gear is really really exploding right now they are expensive packs to make because the materials are expensive and i think a lot of people are finding it's just more well what, um, yeah what was the brand preceding hyperlight that everybody wanted and had you really wanted we tried to bring them in when we opened. was it ula no. Oh, Chilo gear. Chilo gear. Whatever yeah. happened, Chilo gear. So they're still around, um, but they they're a little more focused on climbing oh, packs. Yeah. I used to have a Chilo gear pack. Sold it to Wyatt. Yeah. I still have one. Weird. Yeah. He's an alpinist. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsored. <laughs> exactly. By Marmot. Oh, there you, you go. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Chilo gear makes great stuff. But I mean, you've like we already mentioned Palante, ULA. Um, I can't even begin to name all the cottage brands because a lot of them are hard to remember their names. Um. What you gonna say? Yeah, well, ULA is worth looking at. They're out of Logan, Utah, yeah. and they make cool, really, packs. really good packs. And they're um, they're really focused on on through hiking and light light and fast stuff. Um, they have the uh, well, theirs all range from one hundred and fifty dollars up to about three hundred and twenty dollars. It looks like, but the CDT that's one hundred and forty five bucks. Killer killer oh, pack for the price. Yeah, killer pack. Um, got the fast pack, which looks like a pretty sweet one. It's a smaller pack, 45 liters, but it's got some cool, uh, pockets and, and stuff on the, on the shoulder straps. And so you can keep your water bottles front and handy. So you can kind of help balance the weight of the pack a little better. There's a company out of New Zealand, um, called Arn, A-A-R-N. Yeah, are they ones uh, that carry front and back? Yeah. Yeah. So back in the day, I had a guy out of California who uh, sent me a pack to test out, and he said, "Hey, if you if you use these packs before, check them out." So they have they're really innovative. They've got some really cool stuff going, but they've got these front packs and backpacks, and they're all part of the system. And so you can pack your heavy stuff in your front, and for the bulkier, lighter stuff in the back, and you can have the weight balanced. And so it doesn't pull you back. Ran into a guy on Kings doing that, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't that. I mean, it was obviously a backpack on his front because uh-huh. I recognized the brand or something. And it was it was smaller. And then he had a smaller backpack on his back, and that's how he chose. To, and they were both fairly small yeah. packs, you know. But uh, that's the thing to distribute the weight right. forward and, and and the front side and the back side. Yeah. So he sent so me this company combines that. So he's yeah. Like, put it on over your head well you put it on like a backpack but the front packs they're these they're two kind of tall and slender packs that have a stay that connect into the hip belt and so you just got weight resting on the hip belt in the front and the back and everything and 
I did a, I, I went up with a buddy and my wife and he went with his wife, um, back in the day and, uh, we hiked up to Lone Peak and that was at a time, it was at the end of the summer. So there's no water up there. So we had to carry all of our water and we stayed overnight, did some climbing the next day. So we ended up with all our climbing gear, with water, with everything else. We probably each had 50 pounds or so, um, much of that water. I mean, a lot of that, probably 20 pounds of that water. We probably each had two and a half gallons of water, maybe, maybe more. Um, These are sick. I'm looking at them. Yeah. And, uh, so anyway, I loaded them up in this iron pack and I, it's got, it had the one that I had kind of had a, didn't have a super burly hip belt. It was about 50 liters on the back and then maybe about two 10 liter bags in the front. So 70 liters, plenty big, but, um, but really not that burly of a suspension. And I wasn't sure it was going to take the weight very well. It carried so comfortably. Interesting. It was so comfortable. It, there was like no fatigue on my shoulders because the weight was balanced. It was comfortable on my hips. It just, it was a really comfortable pack. I was so impressed with how well it carried. The other thing that Arn did, if you, you know, the black diamond backpacks that have the shoulder straps that, um, pivot, pivot mm-hmm. that are connected and they kind of pivot back and forth so you can move around in them a little better. Well, Arn was the one that actually developed that, mm. came out with that first. And then I think black diamond ripped them off. I don't know that so for the sure, Mount but I Magic think they might. Forty four is uh, one of their smaller, yeah, front and backs. This is a cool. So their stuff is cool. I it like is cool. It. I have I had the guiding light. That's the one I used, and uh, yeah, they got the balance gear racks, so you can balance. Oh, that's very interesting. So it's arnpacks.com, a a r n packs.com. And yeah, the one that I had was the guiding light, and uh, man, I I I'd love to have one of those. They are so cool. They're so innovative, and um, and I don't see the guiding light. Maybe it's on the fire. Maybe they don't do it anymore. Um, oh, they've got some tents now. They've got some small packs. They've got yeah, like the balance bags. Um. Interesting. Good the stuff. Mountain Magic, that one's smaller than the one I had. The Load Limo, they might have they might have changed the name of the Guiding Light maybe to the Load Limo because I'm not seeing the Guiding Light on here. But it, it they looks... They do have old, what they call their Ultralight Collection, which is the Featherlight Freedom and the Natural Balance. Anyway, they um, just cool innovative company and uh carried the carried the weight super well so they might be worth looking at but they're just just an innovative company you don't see them here you have to probably order it and have it shipped overseas um, to get to you if you're here in the u.s but worth looking at um anyway so there's that so uh ultra or mount what is it hyperlite granite gear Osprey, uh, Lumina, and Exos, Levity. and Levity. Um, I, I like the older Golight stuff. Don't know so much about the new stuff. Um, and uh, ULA. Mm-hmm. What other ultralight packs are Palante. worth looking at? Palante. For sure. 
sure. Um, so those are some cottage industry packs, but worth looking at all of those if you're looking for ultralight packs. Gear has gotten so light these days that it's real easy to find a, a good ultralight pack that carries enough gear and carries it comfortably. So it's worth looking at all of those. And remember, the light, the best way to cut down the weight is not to buy ultralight stuff. It's to leave it's stuff to at home. Take what you don't need. Oh, yeah. I thought it was to train harder. No, that's oh, not it. Actually. Wow! Well, I'll tell you what. If I if if I trained harder, I could probably leave about thirty or forty pounds at home. <laughs> that's true. All right, cool. Well, that's uh, that's our uh, that's uh, a wrap. That's our episode for today. If you enjoyed the episode, uh, please subscribe and don't miss any of our other uh, future episodes or check out past episodes. There's about two hundred of them. So that's all. It's a lot of episodes. Yeah, we're That's getting at there. least a day or two worth of listening. So. Oh yeah. Um, also, uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share with your friends and uh, leave us a friendly review so that others can find us and listen. And uh, check out gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. The best website for premium mountain equipment in all the land. There you go. Yeah. So says. Us. Us, us, yeah. Us, yeah. And obviously. I mean, we're not certified, but it says it on the website. <laughs> That's right. Premier Mountain Equipment. That's, there you yeah. go. Matters. Um, and uh, yeah, if you're looking for an ultralight pack, t- check out the Osprey packs and check out the Grand Gear packs that we have on gear30.com. Uh, and then, of course, all those other packs you can find on their, their respective websites. Um, I think that's it. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Woo-woo.